Hey, thanks for checking out our show. If you like what you hear, we have tons of additional content at patreon.com slash the media lunch break. Hey! I feel like we start every episode with that now. I'm chewing. Also, sorry. It's all right. I almost brought down some birthday cake. Mm. Not for you. Yeah, but I could watch you eat it, right? You could. Mm. That could be a sensual experience. <laughs> yeah. 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 The reason I didn't bring it down is because I did not want to see your erection. Thank you for coming to my birthday Zoom party, by the way. Hey, thank you for... Speaking of erection. Thank you for inviting me and also threatening me. I did. And basically requiring me. I did. And in fact, you left and never came back. You know, I have to say that the fact that we had to switch over because the group got so big, we had to switch over. And I was like, well, this is a rare opportunity where in Zoom... I can actually perform an Irish exit. Here we go. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Life provides you very few opportunities that are so perfect, such as that. Yeah. And you got to grab them where you can. Like, you know what? I'm not going to finish that one. I, you got to grab them by the. <sighs> so how was the rest of your birthday? Great. By the way, for everyone listening, it was Andrew's birthday. It was. It was also my son's birthday. Yes, it was. Oh, yeah. And that was the next one I wanted to ask. Yeah. How, was, how was Rowan's birthday? Great. We went to the aquarium. Ooh. He got so drunk. Yeah. Yeah. They have they make really good margaritas at the aquarium. That kid can can drink. Oh. Oh well. I bought a $45 bottle of bourbon to drink with Melinda for his birthday. It's a, a bourbon called Rowan's Creek uh, that I've thought about getting yeah. for a long time. And I finally pulled the trigger and then we forgot. To drink and I it? just remembered. Oh, you, yeah. Okay, so you got it. You remembered to get it, just yes. not to drink it's it. It's sitting on our fridge. Hmm. Interesting. We were going to drink it on his birthday, and then we just didn't. So now it just sits there for a year, gathering dust. Yeah, that's right. Because, you know, I don't really think about him. But you do think about the bourbon. I did, did, yeah. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. You were sick. And I still am. Well, I'm not actually sick. I think I'm on the tail end. I'm just kind of like... You've got COVID. Yeah. You told me you have COVID at my birthday. Yes, I have lots of COVID. Oh, man. The amount of COVID I have. It's just pouring out of me. It's crazy. It's unbelievable. No, I'm pretty sure. I mean, that, that, this is this is now the world that we live in where if you have a cold for more than three days, you're like, oh, shit, I need to swap my nose. Like, that's what I need <laughs> to do. They're free now. I know. We have a ton of them in the house. Yeah, I probably so could have done it by now. I'll come over and do it myself. In fact, hold on one second. <coughs> oh, God. I'll try and make sure I give a clear pause for that in case you want to edit. No, I'm going to leave that shit in. Yeah, leave it in. Let it roll. Let it ride, baby. But yeah, this is, I'm like on the tail end. I'm definitely, you know when like there's that moment where you're not sick and then you're just like left with the leftovers? Like yes. this sweet, sweet, sexy smoker's voice for everyone. Yeah, that's what's going on right here. And then just like a little bit of a cough. Yeah. Like I don't have the dry hacking cough anymore. Now just every once in a while I just like. Hoah! Yeah, every now and then shit just drains into your just neck. Just comes out of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's you pretty to much cough that. It out. So yeah, so that's been that's been really, really fun. And as a person who speaks in front of people for a living, when you start speaking and all of a sudden you go. Hoah! Like, it's a really great first impression. Oh, and you're not on the, the top of a double-decker, either. No, no. Yeah, because I was going to say, you can just hock a loogie onto someone else's windshield. Oh, I mean, I do that anyway, even when I'm just walking around. <laughs> okay, great. I have a couple housekeeping things to go over. Okay. Some very exciting news, but... Uh, Wait, there was something else I was going to say, and I can't remember. I don't give a shit. Okay. 
Continue then. Do you remember at all what it was? I do actually remember what it was. It was a fun little bit I thought up, but it's uh, it's probably not as funny as it is in my head. So you I don't do give a shit. Okay, good. Do it. <laughs> Wait, am I actually supposed to do, do it? it now? This has now become a bit in and of itself. Dude, just do it. No, I just thought the other day. You know that moment when. Like you're sick and like you have like a sore throat and you're like you got like the scratchy voice and everything. Yeah. And you've been sick for like a couple of days. And there's a moment where you're in your mind. You just go like, maybe this is it for the rest of my life. Yes. Like maybe maybe I'm just like this forever. Oh, it's not a moment for me. If I'm sick for a week, the lead up into it, I'm like, I'm not sick, I don't think. Yeah. And that's about 12 hours. Right. And then from that 12 hour mark until... 12 hours before I'm better. Right. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. It's like, this is never, I'm just going to have to breathe through my mouth. I'm just that guy now. Just from now on, I'm the guy who, like, if he laughs too hard, he breaks out into a coughing fit. From now and on, I'm a mouth over. breather. Yeah. That's me. There's just, like, you know, I'll be at I'm work. I'm never going to be able to sing again. Right. Yeah. And everyone gathers around, and we're all having a good time and a conversation, and then we all laugh at something, and then I start hack coughing, and I'm, like, doubled over, and everyone has to stop. And then they'll sell me into the carnival, and they'll people will come, and they'll pay and right. to see the, the guy who's been sick for 10 years. Yeah, they just... Just, they just look at you. You know, they, this conversation stops. They all just look yeah. at you with that pity look. And they side glance at each other. Like, and an announcer oh. will be like, here's the guy who's been sick for 10 years, but enough about his face. Oh, it's a pretty good one. What's the housekeeping thing? I'm done with this bit. OK, great. Maybe I'll repeat it later. So two things you don't know. And maybe one thing you a third thing you don't. I don't remember if I told you this. It was very big news. And I considered texting you, but I can't remember if I did. Anyway, okay. the first two first, Jim Fagan would like to come back on the show. What do you think? Yes. He, he's more than welcome back. Let's bring him on. Jim, come on in. I know. He messaged me happy birthday, and I was like, fuck that. We just want you to come back on the show at some point. And he said, anytime, he'd love to come and chat about some Star Wars stuff. For anyone who doesn't know, he has a podcast with a couple buds of his that is very funny called Yub Nub. And it's all about Star Wars. I didn't know this. Oh, it's so good, man. You got to listen to it. He's hysterical. He on liked it. being on our podcast so much he started his own podcast. That's correct. Well, he did talk about how he was going to while he was on our nope. podcast. No, nope. but that didn't happen. I believe he talked about it because he was looking for us to like give the green light. Okay. Like the way you go to the Godfather for permission to marry someone. Yeah, I think that did happen because I remember him being like, he was very impressed with it because he was like, no, we're going to put like eight episodes in a season, record them all at once and then put them out. Because I remember he was like, I don't know how the fuck you guys do what you do. And I said, I don't know either. Nope. So, yeah, I said we still haven't discussed Boba Fett yet. So uh, maybe mm, we can talk about yes. Boba Fett or anything. I said anything. If you have an itch you're, you you want scratched. To talk about something, or literally, if you just would like to come on the show and we'll just scratch you. I was like, yeah, Jim, you're a good looking man. I'll come over and scratch you. And I will scratch you regardless of how you look. And also, again, to finish that thought, great podcast, Yub Nub. I think you can listen to it anywhere there are podcasts. I shouldn't be directing people away from ours, but I am because I love him so much. Yeah. So there and you go. you hate me even more. That's right. Also, I was in Boston last week, or the Boston area, I believe. Uh, uh, On purpose? How dare you? <laughs> also, yes. I went to a comic shop that is, I think, my favorite comic shop I've ever visited. Okay. Called Kamikaze. Ooh. Like, Comic-Kaze. Yes, I see. I you, see what they did it's there. It's a pun. Oh, and that's why it's so funny. That's why I like the place so it's much. True. It's actually a shithole. No, it's really great, and uh, they just started their own 
comic publishing company. Ooh. So they have their first issue of their first book out, and I got a signed copy. Yes. And I read it, and I like it quite a bit. So I may assign it to you at some point. I would love that. And maybe we can talk about it. It's called Cheap Tricks by Stephen Coughlin. As a fan of Cheap Tricks. The band? And the act. Oh, great. But uh, it's it's very interesting. Again, only the first issue is out, and they've got like three or four others in the works. They're planning on having six runs of six different comics going at the same time by this time next year. And uh, I am very interested to see what they do with that. Cool. So if you're in the Boston area, check out Kamikaze and, and go uh, buy their comics. Yeah, because we're always looking for, for independent stuff and local stuff. And yeah, honestly, it was great. Yeah, it was uh, it was a great time. That's awesome. And last but not least. Chris, yes, Topher Nicholas Treble, yes. We've hit twenty thousand listens. Oh yeah, we're almost at twenty. We're at twenty point nine. <coughs> oh my god, he's dying. That was such good news that I he I nearly died. died. So yeah, we're we're on we're on a weird track. We're well on our way to hitting a threshold where we're bumping Joe Rogan right off his throne, right off his big, dumb, dumb head, right off his fucking high, high horse. horse. We're this close, Andrew. I can feel it. We are this close to being able to say semi-successful podcast, the media lunch break. Oh, man. Yeah. So close. I can wrong. taste it. Listen, you should get on the Patreon and you should uh, get on the let's get intimate tier. Cause you can see us talking, get onto it right now before everybody takes up all the spots. That's right. But I'm going to show Chris something that I think is very funny. And it's a look at our, uh, balls. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's a look at our stats. Yes. From the last, 12 months. And I think it's a very, very funny image. You ready? Yes. Oh my God. That is, that's insane. <laughs> what the hell happened? I don't know. Somebody just left their phone on or something. <laughs> I actually, I asked, uh, I'm in a group, like a podcast group, and I asked them, hey, is there a way to like reverse detective something to figure out, like, did, did somebody mention us? Right. Were we like on the recommended page on Spotify or something. Right, 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 right. And basically the short answer is no. And everybody who commented was like, I uh, actually... Just enjoy the ride. The, well, the only reason I read this whole post was to see if you knew how, because I don't know either. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So thank you everyone for listening. We're very happy to have you and uh, eternally proud that you have chosen to listen to the garbage that spews out of our, our faces. Me, uh, words... And Chris, mucus. Yes, there it is. Oh, also here. Wait, I have you. Want, I have another picture. I've since you show me something on your phone, I'm going to show you something on my phone. You ready? Yeah. All right, ready. Here, I'm going to show you a picture. Ready? Here it is. It's his penis. Yep, there it is, right there. That's a penis. You like that? No. Okay. Cool. Here's another. I one. just learned. I watched a TikTok <laughs> where someone someone showed how to do three, how to make it look. Oh, like what? Was, oh man. <laughs> It's three middle fingers. Isn't that great? That's amazing. Everyone should get on TikTok. Oh, man. So you know what? Good. I know I have an aversion to social media, especially TikTok. But now that I know that that's out there, it's changed my whole mind. This is great. It's incredible. World changed. Uh.
everybody. Welcome to the... I just want to see if I can do that without coughing. Welcome to the media lunch break, bringing you all of your comic geek and movie news all in the time it takes to eat a good sandwich and just hawk up something fierce out of your lungs. My name is Chris Treble. Alongside me, as always, is my co-host, Andrew Dunn. Say hello, you old fogey Andrew. I don't care what anyone says. I can hear them complaining already. That was a great Ace Ventura impression. Thank you. Thank You're you welcome. very much. You've earned it. I appreciate that. Not the first time I've gotten compared to Jim Carrey. Not the last. I'm not sure they're compliments. No. Is it about mental health? Could be. Yeah. Too crazy to tell. What are you drinking? What do you want me to be drinking? Good podcasting elixir? Yes. That's exactly. Oh, my gosh. That's right. That's what I drink every episode. I mix a brand new batch of good pasta. Pod, oh, good pasta. Good pasta. I drink a new batch of good pasta. I can't believe I got through the entire intro. No problems. Yeah. And then I screwed up talking about a drink that would make me a good podcaster. That's what I was going to say. I'm surprised after you took a swig of that, that uh, you Irony messed that up. If it's... Yeah, I think I screwed up the formula tonight. Yeah, too much semen. How are you? I'm great. How are you? Andrew? <laughs> I was like, wait a second. We did the how are you. We should get into the actual <laughs> show by now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, man, I had a good intro for this, and I don't remember what it was anymore. I don't. I remember. I had a good intro for this, and I can't remember. I don't it. believe you. I shouldn't believe me either. No, you've said it twice now, which means you're probably lying. That's me stalling for time, hoping it pops back into my head. But you know what? It's not. So guess what? I'm just gonna get into it. We watched the Adam Project. There it is. Bada bing. So the Adam Project just dropped on Netflix not too long ago. Everyone's talking about it. It's doing pretty well, actually, as far as numbers go. I don't have any stats. In front of me, but by all accounts, people are watching this thing. This is the second movie with Ryan Reynolds and Sean Levy, the director, soon to be director of Deadpool 3 as well. Guy did Night at the Museum, Guy did Real Steel. I know, that is a deep cut right there. What else did he do with Ryan Reynolds? Uh, Free Guy. Ah, uh, yes. Which also did very well. And I just watched Free Guy a couple weeks ago too, and I like that, that movie as well. But we're going to get into into the Adam Project. It is the third best debut that Netflix has ever had for a movie. Is it really? Mm-hmm. You know what? I can understand that. I can believe that. So, should we get into this? Let's get into it. Let's get into it. All right. So, as always, we'll just launch it. Spoilers for the Adam Project. So, if you're not, if you've gotten this far into the episode, and you knew we were talking about the Adam Project because it's called, the episode is titled the Adam Project, then. You should expect this. But if you're not expecting spoilers, expect them. But also. Yes. Is it. Should they listen to us instead of watch it or listen to us and then choose if they want to watch it? Oh, this is a very interesting way to ask me if I like this movie. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Not. It's not even necessarily that, though, but it is like. I don't even want to say it out loud, but like uh, about spoilers and. Oh, I see what you're saying. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. is there is there really enough that you can't listen to us talk about it first and then the movie will be ruined? Probably not. Even with spoilers. I don't think so. So, all right. Just very quickly. The Adam Project. There's a young kid. He's with his mom, his single mom, played by Jennifer Garner. He had a dad. That guy died. They're having a tough go of it. You know, doing the single mom, 12-year-old kid thing. 
finds a guy in his garage or shed, something, some sort of construct in their wooded cabin house. <laughs> Which I may, anyway, we'll get into that. But <laughs> turns out that guy he finds is himself from the future, played by Ryan Reynolds, and he's come back in time to stop time travel and save his wife. I wish I was Ryan Reynolds from the past. I wish I, here's what I'm trying to say. I wish that I knew that in 15 years you become Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, yeah, I d- that'd be great. Don't we all? Yeah. I mean, really. You all wish that I did that? Yes, we all Great. are p- praying That's that nice you just you're all rooting for somehow me. turn this around for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> That's a steep turn, though. That's, you know. Fucking tell me about it. Try being me. I know. It's not turning a speedboat. It's turning a cruise liner. You know what yeah, I'm saying? It's a I wide, do. Yeah. It's like turning around just by myself. Right? It's hard. <laughs> and then you're winded by the end. Yeah. Yes. That's the difference. If you try to turn a cruise liner, it doesn't make you run out of breath. You don't know. You've never turned a cruise liner. You don't know my life. Oh, uh, you're right. I don't know your life. What did you think of this? Did you like this? <laughs> oh, there. No, you only. Oh, there's the third. There it is. It was delayed at the end there. Oh, just one. Oh, look at that. A whole garden. That's very impressive. I'm going to uh, cut out this whole thing. No, don't. This is good. <laughs> this this entices them to, to get on Patreon. All right, get on Patreon because it's we have a lot of fun If on you want to know what just happened, I'm telling you, if, of all the I things. I cut a lot of stuff out of the audio that in generally in these that don't make it. They make it into the video ones on Patreon, so you really should check them out. Yeah, this is one of those things. Of all the things... That we do on the Patreon, where we're like, go on the Patreon and check it. Like, this is probably the one I'm most emphatic about right now. This is pretty good. (laughs) How old do you think the character of the kid was? He's supposed to be 12. I think, don't they say it? Don't they say he's 12? I don't fucking remember. I think so. I guess she's not that old. I was going to say, I remember Jennifer Garner being, not old, but like, a little old to be having a kid. And then I was like, ah, 12's not... I thought he was supposed to be like eight or nine or something. I don't know. Well, I, Jennifer Garner is evergreen. She's one of those people that like always looks like young. Like she's going to be a grandmother and you're going to be like, hello. She's 23. Yeah. Yeah. What did you think of this movie? I thought it was pretty good. I'm getting, I, I'm starting to feel like I'm a broken record because this is what I said about Batman. So I'm like, it's pretty good. No, I, I enjoyed this. I, I'm with you. It like, well, but. Did you like enjoy it or were you like, yeah, you know, there were parts I was, was like, good. Oh, this was good there. The beginning, I think, real is really strong. I agree. I think it's really strong. And I think the parts you see in the trailer, the parts you see in the trailer are really strong. That's why they're in the trailer. <laughs> yeah. But like and a lot of the fight scenes really good. Yeah, I agree with that. I think they're really good. The dude who has the scarred face. Yes. Is not a stunt man. I looked him up because I was like, that guy's definitely a stunt guy who does that acting work. Lines. Right, yeah. yeah. And uh, he, he's like good at what he does. So they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, he's, he works pretty well. He's not at all. He has done no stunt work. Really? Yeah. Yeah, because that, I mean, that, uh, again, we'll, we'll really get into it in a second, but like that fight scene, that first big fight scene outside the cabin. Right, yeah, yeah, It's yeah. like, I was like, damn, this is good. Great actors. Great. Every, all around. The cast the is cast great. The cast is really, really tight. That's kind of my first thing is, first of all, whatever. <laughs> my, that's my first thing is. Here's the thing, and I said this about Red Notice, is that, like, basically it's a movie that gets by on the charm of Ryan Reynolds. But what kicks this movie up a notch is that not only do you have the charm of Ryan Reynolds, but somehow they did the unspeakable feat of finding a kid 
as charming as Ryan Reynolds. His first project. Is it really? Yeah. I just watched it last night and I was going to, I was trying to. He doesn't even have a Wikipedia page. This kid is crazy good. He's really good, right? I mean, it's like not a Ryan Reynolds impression, but because Ryan Reynolds has a very distinct comedic voice, like he has a a syntax and Mm -hmm. everything that he's always had his whole career. Right. But this kid has that down to a T. Like there was never a moment where I was like, that kid doesn't become that guy. Like from moment one, even before he meets Ryan Reynolds, you see him get into a fight at school with a bunch of bullies and you hear him and you're like, that's Ryan Reynolds. So here's the issue I have with that is that like, maybe this isn't the case for most people. I was nowhere near the person I am now when I was a kid. Right. So like it's a for me, it's not like you see the seed of the person who would grow into Ryan Reynolds. It's just a three foot tall Ryan Reynolds. Right. Right. They do. And I will say and I I suspect this is partially the director working with him, working with the young actor, that uh, there are moments that are like. This could have been Ryan Reynolds as a, at a 10, and instead they've dialed it down a little bit to like a 6 or a 7. And I suspect there are moments that they they worked with him to be like, okay, that's a little too Ryan Reynolds-y, or that's not enough Ryan Reynolds-y, lean into that. But for me, there are times where it just, it's a little, it's too much like a grown sarcastic asshole. I can see what you're saying. I think the reason it didn't bump for me is, one, you need to see, you when they're on screen together, you do need to believe that this kid does become Ryan Reynolds. And so it's like, that's a fast way of doing that is like making yeah. him speak like that. Also, that. he does kind of get into Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> I would say his name like it's one name, <laughs> but um, Ryan Reynolds does kind of throughout the movie hint towards what is his past and the kid's future. So what is like to come for him? And he kind of insinuates that one of the reasons that he ends up being the person he is is because of his wise ass attitude. Sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. That he gets into trouble. Like he insinuates at one point he gets arrested and then he was a washout and then he joined the Air Force and, you know, uh, uh, he was a dropout and things like that. And so I think it's one of those things where you need to see that this kid could clearly be on that path. Like, if this kid is bright-eyed and bushy-tailed, then I don't know if I if I go like, wow, that guy, that kid must take a dark turn at some point. Whereas where we find him in his journey right here as a 12-year-old, him having that kind of being a wise-ass like Ryan Reynolds, you see like, oh, he's on a trajectory. I can see logically how the jaded figure that is Ryan Reynolds' character becomes that is that because this kid went through this entire journey i agree with you to an extent but i don't think your only two options are he either is a miniature version of the man ryan reynolds is or nothing right i think you can dial it down right. a little i understand bit. what yeah. you're saying yeah there's a especially happy because i think he becomes that way I mean, I think it would be more interesting if he became that way because of his father's death and the way he wasn't grieving and he wasn't seeing his mom grieving. And so he was taking stuff out on her and she's taking stuff on. And then he that's where it comes from. And it's been a year and a half. So we're starting to get little tiny bits of that. I get what you're saying. And I I agree with you. And and in a different movie, I'd be like, yeah, let's totally go with that. I think for this one, because there's also so much going on, like you have, there's time travel and there's people coming in and other characters. It's like, we gotta, we gotta be able to establish this kind of thing. Very, everything has to get, 
established really quick. But I think they do anyway because there's stuff that does work like – I mean, just even the, like, they both say right here when they point to the same scar. Oh, yeah. They have the same watch. Right. That's their oh, dad's yeah, yeah, watch. Yeah. Like, little things like that. They That's one thing I will give this kid a lot of credit for is, and I don't know who it is. Maybe it's the director. Maybe it's Brian Reynolds syncing up with him. But whoever's doing it, or it's probably a collective thing, they are in sync. They are. That's, uh, it's, if for nothing else, even when, you, like, you are, like, you bump on this. You're still impressed by like these guys are these are two performers who are like in sync with each other. Yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah, they're, it's really impressive. My first note: great soundtrack. It is a good soundtrack. Yeah, it's a very Guardians esque soundtrack. It is, and it's a very Guardians esque movie, and not just because of music and Zoe Saldana, but also for other reasons as well. But it is. It is a it is a, a very Guardians like if you like the Guardians movies you'll probably enjoy this I would say but it is a really good soundtrack I would say it's not it's not as good as no. either of oh, those no. movies No I'm not saying that but I'm saying like it if is you in like that vein. the kind if you like the genre of movie that the Guardians of the Galaxy is this will scratch that itch while you're waiting for the third one That's what I'm saying Yeah it's in that vein of it <laughs> Ryan Reynolds throws a lot of stuff at the beginning of this movie Have you noticed he like first gets introduced and he takes like a bunch of stuff and throws it just all just over his shoulder, like three things in a row. There's He's become a, a very messy man. There's a bat and there's a there's a cap or something. He throws something else, too. I forget what. It, but I was just like, well, he's just chucking stuff all over the <laughs> damn place here. Just leaving stuff in his wake. It's crazy. Oh, yeah. I have written here two Ryan Reynolds is is a little much for me. Yeah, I can get that. I, it's but it, so like like cynically sarcastic, too. Like, that's the hard part for me is like I have seen Ryan Reynolds be charmingly sarcastic. And I just there's not very much charm for me in a lot of this movie between those two. No, I agree with you. I think if there was one big critique I have for this is that it does kind of it rushes the it kind of rushes the charm. Yeah, it's like no charm, no charm, no charm, no charm. Like last five minutes of the movie, like tons of charm. I also suspect a lot of it is like, well, you're going to like it anyway. It's Ryan Reynolds. Right. He is charming. He you're going to love he is him. A walking, you know, six foot five frame of charm. Yeah. So even in, at his most cynical, it's charming as well, which they're not wrong, but I understand what you're no. saying. Yeah. As yeah. far as a character building. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You want to see him. Kind of slowly soften, I guess. Sure, yeah. Or I need something to help me give a shit about him. Or watch the kid slowly harden. Well, yeah. But from even if he's super charming from the beginning, yeah, I'd be. I, I prefer what you're saying, which is right. like a slow warming, a slow opening up. Yeah. But uh, even if he was just charming and open from the beginning, I think I'd prefer that to this. Because at least then I, I'm like, no, no, I, I'm, I care about this character now. I really am invested and want him to be okay because I do like him, you know. Right. Um, whereas this, I'm like, no, he's not, he's not great. There are yeah. moments, there are little like tiny bursts, like when he talks to his mom in the bar and stuff like that. Right. But right. mostly he's just kind of a dirtbag. Yeah, he is. And they kind of like, like I said, they never, I, and I guess it's a weird thing because it's not a typical movie of like, Older guy befriends young boy. This is turning. This is already. I'm gonna get into trouble. Yeah. Right here. I'm gonna walk myself right into a corner. No, no. Here. Mark Ruffalo was in that movie. It was called Spotlight. Ah, uh, yes. I love that movie. Do you like that movie? I love Spotlight. I've never seen it. I have seen oh. Doubt, which is about a similar thing. Yes, it is. Uh, Sarah loves Spotlight. 
like loves wow. like one of her favorite movies. It's very weird. I want to watch it. I I, I meant to see it. It in is theaters. actually really good. Yeah. And Mark Ruffalo is great. In and it. it's got Batman and all sorts of yes. people. It's got Iron yeah. Man's dad, right? It does. It has yeah. Howard Stark. It has Bruce Wayne. It has Bruce Banner. I'm trying to think if there's any others. Who's the? There's a woman who's. Is it Scarlett Johansson? It's oh uh, no! It's um Doctor Strange's girlfriend. Oh yeah, Amy Adams. Is that her name? Rachel McAdams. Rachel McAdams. I get them mixed up. Yes. Trying to think. Yeah. There's a lot of Marvel people in this. Stanley Tucci, the scientist from Captain America. To to be fair, if you throw a rock in Hollywood, you're going to hit a Marvel actor. Yeah. Speaking of which, Zoe Saldana's in this movie. She sure is. She's real good. She She is is so charming in everything she does. (laughs) She she is really good. Uh, That scene with her, when the cars are coming down and and the gun... Her like standoff scene. Oh, yeah. I was even going to say her introduction is probably the best ratio of what they were trying to go for versus what they succeeded in doing. Yes. Like, I think they aimed for a bullseye and they hit that fucking bullseye where like she's badass. She's charming. Like she's like super sexy and like everything about it is like. Granted, the character is kind of, I hate to say it, but there is a, an aspect to her that is kind of a throwaway character, which is that yep. she is just the motivation for 100%. Ryan Reynolds' character. But they hit that mark. Yeah, because she is the other, because the other hurdle that you have to, that you have to clear is you built this character up, even though she's introduced, I think, like 30 minutes into the movie. But for 30 minutes, Ryan Reynolds is talking about how awesome this woman is. And then she runs on a screen and she has to clear that hurdle of like actually being that awesome. And she is like she comes on screen and just in that first fight scene, you're like, I'm in love with you. I know. <laughs> I, I totally get I'd going back in time. And then they fridge her. Yeah. So <laughs> actually speaking of all that. Because every every movie is a little different. What did you think of the time travel science in this? Yeah, I think it's a bit of a cop out. Okay, but if you don't want to get into it, there is nothing wrong right with doing what they did, which is just saying don't worry about it. Yeah, I think so too. Because I was trying to figure it out, and I was like, uh, it's Back to the Future science. It's Back to the Future. It's kind of Back to the Future science, but yeah. it was like the timeline. Get uh, so actually, I was reading an interview today with with the, with Sean Levy. And they were talking about like, oh, what was it like to sit down with Ryan Reynolds and like hash out like the t- the science of the time travel? Because every every time tra- as Avengers established, like every time travel movie has to have its rules and things. And he's like, I could not give a shit about yep. yeah. any of that. And he said the scene where they're at her cabin and the 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 kid is the line of like. What did I just trade all my brains in for muscles at some point? Like that line, <laughs> which is a great line. But yeah. basically, like right before that, they were explaining the science of the time travel and everything. And he had to have the screenwriter like explain it to him. He's like, you have to explain it to me like I'm a complete moron. And he explained it exactly like it's in the script because he goes, he explained it. And then he's like, great, just make all of our characters say that right now. And then that's the rules. I don't, he's like, I don't care about anything. Just that's it. Well, that's the thing, too, is that like we if we knew how time travel worked, we'd do it. Right. Like there's not there isn't a right way. 
right? We don't yeah. know. Well, there's also the theory that time travel doesn't exist because no time travelers have showed up. Exactly. But yeah. that's, well, I don't know, though, because there is a guy out back who's been running around the alleys who yeah. says he's from the year 2053. I bet he did. A- he and is, that though. if I don't suck his dick, the world's going to end. <laughs> well, I mean, that guy's world is going to end. <laughs> anyway, I don't want to talk about it, but the world should be safe. <laughs> The things you do for your country, Andrew. <laughs> I mean, you. really. They <laughs> Thank should, you. They should throw you a parade. Give me a medal. Yeah. What the fuck was... Oh, yeah. So there's not... <clears throat> there isn't a set way. <clears throat> Endgame... Oh, no. You've caught it. I have. Endgame gave us a look at what scientists think is the most probable... Right. If it's even possible. Right. That's probably the way it works. We do believe that, like, Stephen Hawking... Came up with all this shit about wormholes and alternate dimensions. and Stephen Hawking can kiss my ass. <laughs> I don't think he can. I've said it once. I'm still <laughs> saying it again. Eat shit, Stephen Hawking. I think you're going to have to climb up on his chair. I think he's dead. Or down in his grave. Yeah. yeah. But the, he, based on a lot of math that he did... It seems like that's probably the most possible way, but he could all he could be fucking wrong too. No one has any you know idea. What? Here's the here's the problem when you're as smart as Stephen Hawking, no one can check your math. That's true. <laughs> what if he just made a typo? Yeah, you're not wrong. He could be completely wrong. He could have been like, "Oh shit, I should have carried the one." Yeah, but there's no problem with saying like don't worry about it. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Because the most important thing isn't how time travel works. No, it isn't. This isn't a dissertation on uh, theoretical physics. Yeah. This is a movie about people and their relationships. Right. Because for a while, they were explaining it, and I was like, wait, so they came, she came back, but the, she didn't because yeah. the timeline had changed or what? And then after a while, I was like, fuck it. Who cares? Yeah, it doesn't matter. Got it. She got stuck back in time. The end. I have a huge science problem that we'll discuss later. Okay. That I could not stop thinking about for about 20 minutes during the movie. That's fair. But uh, other things I, I want to point out that uh, there's nothing I hate more than a generic bully, which this movie has. In in Ryan Reynolds. No. No, no there's another bully. Oh. There's two other bullies. Other than Ryan Reynolds. But I just, I hate, or like the the generic abusive boyfriend yeah. who's always like, who like hits the woman and then he's like, I'm sorry, I'll never do it again. Right. You, you know, or whatever. Like, I I don't know. I, I, it bugs the shit out of me because that's not. Are you talking about the two kids? Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. Like that sort of character that's just like yeah. there to create a problem. Right. But there right. isn't really, I don't know. To, yeah. th- I've never seen a bully who was just. Who was like that? Who was just like, I'm going to give you a swirly and stick you in a locker or whatever. Although, let's smoke this banana was a pretty good one. That was pretty good. good. I'm going to smoke your banana. Yeah. What else? Oh, the celebrity problem is uh, something I'm coining right now, which is that. um, I'm interested. If you see a celebrity Mm -hmm. in a photo, Mm -hmm. you know you're going to see that character soon. Oh, the Mark Ruffalo thing. Right. Right. I was like, oh, it's his dad's dad. And then it was like, oh, here's a picture. And it's Mark Ruffalo. And I was like, so he's going to show up. Right. Like, they're not going to use a picture of Mark Ruffalo and then never show him. Here's the, yeah. So I was like, I knew he was in the movie. I didn't. Oh, see, I didn't see, even I, know Zoe Saldana was. Oh, see, I, I already knew that he was in the movie. It's interesting, too, that I didn't recognize Zoe Saldana from her picture. So when she showed up, I was like, oh, shit, I think that's Zoe Saldana. Oh, OK. But yeah. he, I will grant you this. Like, even knowing that he was in the movie, the problem is, like, you're right. As soon as they show a picture of Mark Ruffalo and they're like, he died. I was like, OK, well, we only have two ways to go with this. Yep. <laughs> Either he's not dead. Right. But we know time travel exists in this movie. But we know time travel exists. So chances are 
we're going back in time and we're going to meet dad. So that was a bit of a spoiler, which I was yes. like, well, all right. I yeah. Guess. So it wasn't. Yeah. It became not a matter of if it was just a matter of when. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, my last note before the 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 big problem I have. OK. Is um, it reminds me a bit of a modernized flight of the navigator. Yes. Which yeah. I think for me is, I think, an appeal. Although yeah. I will confess, I've never seen. Flight of the Navigator, oh, really? but I, it's a, I've heard a fucking piece of shit. I loved it as a kid. It's right. fucking garbage, right? But I've heard it's like <laughs> as a kid, it's like it's a fun, weird as hell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. it's a I still kind of want to check it out. Yeah, you should give it a shot. But this is that type of movie, and I think maybe that's one of the things I enjoyed most about it. It is, and why I am willing to kind of forgive it for its faults because it's not. This movie is not a bad main movie. It's just it's one of those movies. It's very that like Disney movie 80s esque mm. movie. It has yeah. that kind of theme to it. Well, and it is made to be fun yes. and it succeeds and it succeeds. And that's what I'm saying. Like it yeah. is made in a certain vein of movie and it follows through with that and it succeeds in that. And so I'm like. You set out to do a certain type of movie and you followed it all the way through from start to finish. So for whatever faults it has, even those faults fit with that. You know what I mean? It's similar to and I know I've said this a lot about like Indiana Jones or like Star Wars or something where it's like these are modeled after very specific types of movie. The Adam Project is modeled after a certain type of movie and it fits in that mold. It feels like another one of those. So whatever faults it has are the same type of faults that those movies would have as well. So it almost works. You know, the faults almost work to its advantage as well because it fits into the same genre. When I heard Foreplay Long Time start playing, I nearly jumped out of my chair because I was, I love that song and it Which fits so well. Which one is Foreplay well. Long Time? It's the Boston song in the third act. It's like, I'm taking my time. I'm just oh, yeah, moving yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. on. You'll forget about me after I've been gone. I've never known that that was the name of that song. I've heard that song a thousand times. It's like nine minutes long. It's two different songs mashed together, and it's called Foreplay slash Long Time. Oh, interesting. Because the first song is like a minute long, and it's all instrument. It's basically a drum fill for right, two and right, a half right, minutes, right. and then the real song starts playing. Yeah, because the 70s were a weird time. And still are. Hey, maybe you can clarify this for me. Uh-oh. I was a little confused on one plot point. So Catherine Keener, she was rich. She funds Mark Ruffalo's research. So she's young, her is already rich, and then time travel, her goes back and just makes her more rich. Is that right? Okay, is that but, what I'm getting from? Okay, this? I hear where you're coming from, and I'm going to ask you a very serious question in response. Right? Do you want the deep, dark, technical answers about time travel paradoxes and um, and meeting yourself and the plot points for these characters? Or do you want to hear Ryan Reynolds say a few zingers? Yeah. <laughs> but I'm right on that, right? She was already I get, I rich. Don't know. And then she came. I don't know. Okay. That's what I was. Because typically it's one of those things where it's like, you know, this person's poor. Right. And then the time travel person comes back and is like, here's what right. you got to do. They yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's Biff yeah. from Back, back to, to the, the Future 2. But this yeah. one, she was already rich. She must have been. And then they made her more rich. Because that was the whole thing, right? Is that she was the funding. Yeah. I think I bumped on it because I was like, wait, all you did was make yourself more of something. You didn't like change anything. You just added to it. It was yeah. it was like the difference between making the difference that she made in her own life wasn't wasn't huge. 
Yeah. Um, but I th- okay, that's what I. Th- I'm pretty sure that's what I happened. I will say for a movie so brisk, they sure take a long time to get to the MacGuffin of the thing. Oh yeah, because I was like, they were like, we got to destroy time travel, and they're like, we got to go back to to dad, and we got to do this, and the whole time. And I know this turns out to be true, but I was I literally wrote down in the middle of the movie. Is time travel not something you can just break with a crowbar? Like, is, what? Like, what's the thing? It's, you gotta t- be able to crowbar something. And then yeah. they were like, "It's a hard drive." At the, th- I was like, "Why didn't we just say the hard drive thing?" Yeah. Like, there, we didn't know about the hard drive already. Like, no one went. Well, this has got to be written down somewhere if we just destroy this. You know, even Ryan Reynolds. They should have just killed Ruffalo before he right, wrote I, it down. I, see, here's the thing: is almost. This would have been a dark turn, but that could have been a really interesting movie. Yeah. If Ryan Reynolds comes back and is like meets his 12 year old self and he's like, ah, shit, I'm in the wrong year. I got to go back two more years. And he's like, I need you to do it because I need you to power the ship and everything. And the 12 year old was like, what are we going to do? We're going to see dad. And he's like, I'm going to kill dad. (laughs) To be fair, though, if they manage to convince him to rip out the hard drive. Right. In 2018. Right. Couldn't they have just gone to 2012 and convinced him not to do it? Well, oh, not to put it in the right. yes. in a hard drive. No, no, just don't do it. Percent. Yeah, I'm not sure why the why 2018 was the year because that's the year that it that it really like took off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That they finished it. Yeah, but go to when they started. <laughs> why don't uh, just go to any year? And just before Mark Ruffalo writes it down, Reynolds is like, "Just here's what you do." Instead of doing this whole thing and going into an electromagnetic whatever and everything and and things, just go back even farther to like 2012, 2013. Wait till Mark Ruffalo comes out of a restaurant and then Ryan Reynolds comes up with a gun and pretend <laughs> just pretends to be like a mugger. And he's like, you ever fucking write down this thing? I'm going to fucking shoot you in the head. I'm going to kill your whole fucking family. And then just walk away. Problem solved. Oh, you know what's funny? You know what's funny about that, too? I didn't write this down. But uh, after Ryan Reynolds meets his sees his mom in the bar and talks to her. And then at the end, he says the thing that young Adam says to her all the time. Right. And then leaves. Yeah. So she's like, oh, her thought is, oh, my God, that's my son from the future. Right. But she doesn't know time travel is real. If that happened to me, I would call the police so quickly. I'd be like, oh, my God, that guy captured my son. Yeah, I'd be like, he's watching us. He knows every he has bugs. I would I would call the police from the bar and ask them to meet me at my house. Yeah. I'd be in the witness protection program so fast. Yeah, for sure. But you could also just go to Mark Ruffalo and be like, hey, uh, this is my full name, which is also your son's full name. I have your watch right here. Our dog's name is. Hawking right. or whatever his name is. Your full name is this. Uh, let's see. What year is this? This is this year. This is when you got that right. new job and when I started T-Ball. And, uh, you know, I can tell you. Ask right. me any question. Yeah. Any, ask me any question about about you or about A- about, about anything. your son. I and I'm going to know. know all all, yeah, yeah, I can do it. Yeah. Uh, and and I'm going to prove to you. And you're I know you're already thinking about time travel. Right. Let me tell you, you do it and it fucks everything up. It so just, uh, fucks. just stop it. Just, just go d- stop. Go get a job. No. At, go get a job at the no. library. Stop being a scientist or become a scientist. Fix climate change. Yeah. Let's fix some climate change. Yeah. And if you can solve, if you can create time travel, you can fix climate change. You can figure out how to convert CO2 to oxygen. Let's do it, bro. Go to town all day long. No problems there. That's what, yeah, I do. I was thinking that I was like, what? Because he, he sits in the classroom 
and he gives one answer about a quote or something about a song and he's like oh my god you're my son you're my son from the future which even for a scientist who figured out time travel i I was like you left at that real quick so here's my thing if mark ruffalo was like you're adam from the future you're my kid from the future after like one song quote couldn't he just do that again couldn't you just go back like five more years and he'd do the same thing that's what i was saying and then just and again just be like don't write this down just keep it in the old noggin. That's a similar, don't even. Don't even think about it. But that's a similar problem I had. I had a similar problem to young Adam making that connection as well. There was stuff that I was like, okay, no, that makes sense. Like the watch, yeah. the scar on the chin, even like the closing the, the fridge thing is oddly specific. But there was a moment where he goes, you knew how long to count for my inhaler. And I'm like, you can Google that. Maybe he just has a friend with asthma. Yeah, maybe he has asthma. Maybe he just maybe he doesn't. Maybe he's not you. Maybe he just knows. But I'm just saying yeah, that's what I mean. Like he could also have he could be a completely different person with asthma. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And just knows how to do that. There was a lot of stuff like that. that he was because yeah. he was like, you knew how to get into my dad's garage or cabin or whatever. And I was like, like, I know how to bust a lock. Yeah. What are you talking about? <laughs> like, get down the door. What are you, what yeah. are you talking about? It's a, it's a shack. Yeah. <laughs> made of two by fours. All right. Are you ready for my big problem with this movie? Yes. Also, can I just note, I really like that jacket he has on the whole time. Oh, it's fine. I, I'm indifferent. No, I meant for me. I want that jacket. Do you think I could pull off that jacket? I don't think he pulls off that jacket. I don't think anyone can. It's just brown. I know. I like that. It's not good. It's earthy and like salt of the earth. I like that. So where earth? You mean cover myself in dirt? <laughs> yes. Well done. Slap some mud on you. Done and done. All right. What's your what's your big thing? All right. So the third act of this. Uh-huh. Which is a very exciting third act. It very much is. Is a giant magnet turning on. Yes, it is. And all the metal in the room starts hurling past them, right? Yes. And off of them. The first thing that happens is buttons start being pulled off yep. of that jacket, ruining the coat. It must have hurt your feelings. I know. It really did. I was like, ah, fuck. So here are some things that should have flown across the room. <laughs> all three of their watches that they're all three wearing. Yep. Should have just ripped their hands right off. Two of their wedding rings. The hard drive. Yep. Sorian's earrings. All of their zippers. (laughs) I didn't even think of that. I wrote here, do none of these weapons use metal? The lightsaber, the nunchucks the guy has. I know. None of them have any metal in them. No. And the last one, this is the one that I like face palmed when it happened. So the key point is that she fires the gun. Yes. And because Ruffalo is a scientist, he knows that that bullet is made of metal. And so when it's in midair, it's going to go at her, right? And it's going to, yeah, yeah, yeah. The bullet is still metal in the gun. Right. Why would it have to leave the gun to be propelled to the magnet? I'm going to do you one better. Why not the gun? Well, that's sort of what I mean. Is I was like, okay, this is a futuristic gun that isn't made out of right. metal. Because a lot of the guns, we did see a lot of the guns go, but they were all the, the, mod, the I don't want to call them modern, the current timeline guns. Right. So maybe in the future, guns are made out of some other material. Sure. But this bullet, it's a key plot point. Yep. That this bullet is magnetic. Yes. So if it's in the gun. It should have like ripped out of the gun or something. And the magnet is strong enough to pull it straight out of the air when it's going a million miles per hour straight to Mark Ruffalo. Yeah. Yeah. And turn it on a dime on a 90 degree angle. If those buttons on that jacket can be ripped off. And that was very durable (laughs) denim. Looked like it. Yeah. 
So yeah, that was that was my th- every time something would happen, I was like, "What's going on?" Yeah, they, it, the door ripped off like that containment door. Why did the whole room, which is entirely made made out of metal, just fold and in on itself like a big Venus flytrap, just crush yeah. everyone? Yes, just, it should have. <laughs> it should have just done that. The whole climax, instead of being like ten minutes, should have been five seconds. They just all are crushed to death. Problem solved. Can I ask you a question? You can ask me anything. I may have missed this. I watched the movie twice. Then you probably didn't, because there's not much in this. And then at the end, I had the question, and I, I rewound, rewound. I went back 30 minutes. You are old. And watched the last 30 minutes again to try and figure it out. Okay. What happened to the hard drive? It was destroyed. When? Wasn't it destroyed? Because isn't there I a big explosion? It. But he has it with him. He pulls it out, and he puts it in his pocket. So does he just have it? Doesn't didn't he lose it at some point? Didn't it, it didn't get sucked off by the metal? Sucked. Off. <laughs> That's not what I meant. <laughs> no, that was the guy that I I used to save the world. <laughs> That's, you're, that's you're the Adam Project too. Yeah, his name was Adam. Oh, it all comes at all. Um, <laughs> so I thought I thought it got. Grabbed by the the magnet at the I end. I didn't see it happen because it it was in his. I, he puts it in his coat pocket. Right, but doesn't I thought because at one point the glass breaks and then like all of a sudden the for, the full force of the magnet it's is unleashed and that's why the room and it starts just breaking apart. Lifts it up and out I of his pocket. It, no, and I thought does it, it like ripped it out of his jacket or something I don't like think that. So I could I be didn't wrong. See that I a hundred percent could be wrong. On I this. do suspect you made a joke about it. I suspect it is the Adam Project too. Uh, Electric Boogaloo. Are they going to do a sequel to this? I don't know. I think they're they were waiting to see how. Are they going to Terminator Two Judgment Day this or something? <laughs> I think now that it is successful, I think they'd be crazy not to. And I think they left that as like a oh no, the hard drive fell into the wrong hands. Right, 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 right. Yeah, you're right. I don't know what happened to the hard drive. Maybe I'll go back and watch it. If you know, if if I missed it, yeah, please, please, for the love of God, send us a thing on Twitter or somewhere. Yeah. Explain this to us. All right, I think that's about that's all I got on this, right? Did I don't know. Anything? Oh, also, just really quick, there's a little Star Trek Easter egg. Did you catch it at the end of the movie? She walks in, and she's like, "He's and like, he's like well, she, uh, Adam, it's time for you to do the Kobayashi Maru." Yeah, zip. <laughs> oh my god, because that is a no-win scenario. Is it the name of the hall? No, it's um. She says. He's like, what are you here for? And she says, computational linguistics, which is what Ohura does in Star Trek. Nice. Who she plays in Star Trek. Yes. Yes. Did you catch that? Did you get she plays Ohura in Star Trek? Did you catch that? That's not a very nice thing to say about a woman, sir. Well, you know what? Listen, rumors abound. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Have you seen I Kill Giants? I've not seen I Kill Giants. It's great. She's great in it. She's in that? I didn't yeah. even know she was in that. She's one of the main characters. She's excellent. She there's a she had her own action movie at one point. I forget what it was called. It's like right after Star Trek. They thought she was they were gonna be able to make her like the next, like I guess Scarlett Johansson or something. Before Scarlett Johansson, really. But uh but and it didn't do well. But then I saw her in this like again, she comes out with that with the cards are coming at her. She's like our last stand, she's got those guns. I was like, give her another action movie. Yeah. Like I think now it's time. I think she'd be really good now. Yeah. A note that I didn't get to that I wrote down is I need Zoe Saldana in more movies. Yeah. She is actually I think much better than she gets 
credit for. She's a great she actor. Really like she's is. not only great at the action. Yeah. Which she is. She's unparalleled, yeah. I would say, with like even if you compare her to someone like Scarlett Johansson, who's a great action star. Right. I can't think of a better uh I don't even know what to call her, like a better action martial like fighting uh person. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, action but I'm specifically yeah. that aspect of it. I think she's unparalleled in that and quite frankly, she has an emotional depth that she's able to reach in front of a camera that is also Fairly unparalleled. Right. I agree with you on that. I, I do. And Ruffalo's Ruffaloing about as well. He is. He kind of does it. <laughs> I, I almost kind of appreciated like he could have been Bruce Banner in this and he's not quite like he does a weird mad scientist. He's a little like. weirder. He's a little yeah, quirkier. He's a little, he's a little quirkier, which yeah. at first I was like, this is weird and I don't like this, but. After a while, I settled into it and I was okay. Do you think his career got started because he started answering audition calls for Ray Romano type? (laughs) That's good. That's very good. I like that a lot. Yeah. Overall, I like this. It's fine. I I, I'm never going to watch this again. No, I. You know, I was thinking about this. I was like, will I ever watch this again? This is one of those movies. Every once in a while, if I'm like, I don't know what I want to watch, and I don't want to think this hard. Yeah. This would be one of those movies. I would definitely... It's a fun one to put on. it's a fun one to put on. That's what I'm saying. If you want to put on a movie with the friends over while you do something else, it's a good one. Yeah. There are very few lulls. It's got enough that, like, something's going to blow up in the next five yeah. minutes, and you'll be able to all watch when there's a lull in the conversation. Yeah. Or even if I'm just sitting home alone, and I'm like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put on a movie, I will probably have to turn it off in the middle of this. Or fall asleep. Or fall asleep. <laughs> I will put on or if it because it, it does fly really quick. Like the yeah, pace is super quick. It is. If I'm like, quick. I don't want to feel like I'm just slogging along. I just want to put on a movie that's going to feel like it's going to yeah. blow by. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a good one. This is a really You're good like, one. The suffering of consciousness is too much for me and I need it to, to end immediately. The quicker I can get to the sweet embrace of death, the better. I need a movie that's going to make two hours feel like 10 minutes. Yeah. Also, that lightsaber thing is fucking dope. It's fine. I it's love not it. an improvement on the lightsaber. I disagree. That thing he can do the slam and he flies across the room. That's I don't fucking care. killer. I love I guess. that. Yeah, that's another question I had. No one else has one of those. Nope. But they have the nunchuck thing. That was cool. Where did he get it from? I, Why don't they all have? I those? think each everybody has one Ninja Turtle weapon made out of lasers. <laughs> <laughs> Great. There's a bow staff and a nunchuck, and uh-huh. then in the sequel you'll see size and a and a real sword. It'll be crazy. And then in the third Adam project, everybody just has guns, not like future guns, just like guns, just a regular just bullets to the head. I'm always curious about um, these types of action scenes and these types of movies. Yeah, it would be very interesting to see this entire fight as one shot. From a bird's eye perspective and see how many soldiers are pointing a gun at him and not shooting. Oh, yeah. Yeah. When you can see the full scope. Right. Because, yeah. like, just shoot him. Yeah. <laughs> like, just, just just kill him. Just shoot him he's in the just, head. He's right there. Yeah. He's right there. Especially with that, like, flying jet thing with the Gatling gun on it. Like, just blow him away. Yeah. Who gives a shit? Oh, yeah. He, she should have just blown everybody all yeah, to hell. Just pull the trigger. Just kill all your men. Why send people down there? Just bomb the house. Yeah. Just blow it up. Uh, anyway, that's it. You want to let's go on to the reading assignment. Let's. All right. Andrew. What? I gave you 
Herpes. Justice League. Oh. Tower of Herpes. Tower of Herpes. It's a, it's a big tower. Yeah, it's huge. Tower of Babel by Mark Wade. How is it not pronounced wide? Isn't it W A I D? It is. What does H A I spell? Hi. What does S A I spell? Sigh. What does W A I D spell? Wade. 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 Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think because Wade is like a. Isn't it like an Anglo-Saxon name? And Probably. H-A-I yeah. and S-A-I come from... The East? Uh, I think J- Japan? Asia. Is it Japanese? I don't know. Yeah. Sai is. But so that's, wh- that's why I well. think. But high H-A... We don't have to get into this, but H-A-I is a westernized inter- a westernized spelling of a Japanese word. You know what I mean? Right. Both but of is those the Japanese are. word pronounced high? Yes. Well, there you go. But wouldn't we just spell it H-I? It doesn't matter. Justice League of America, Tower of Babel by Mark Somebody and Howard Porter. (laughs) It takes place between Grant Morrison's World War III and Mark's The Queen of Fables. Mark, why? He's the Queen of Fables. That's how you pronounce that. It follows Justice League as Raja Ghoul guesses Batman's computer password. Which presumably is Justin Timberlake four twenty six nine six nine. This is my main review of it. My main like my one second hook. Pretty good. Yeah. But I think the concept is better than the execution. I can go with you on that. Definitely. I wanted to give this to you because I haven't given you a yeah. lot of justice. And, uh, none of it stuff. is any good. And so so this, is find, the, this is the best one. Yeah. It, it, I will be honest. A good Justice League story, like a really. Really earth shatteringly good Justice League stories is a little tough to find. I mean, it's a high bar to hit. You're taking yeah. all the top superheroes in the world and then giving them they a couldn't threat. even they make could... a good movie out of it. Right, exactly. <laughs> so I'm like, that's that's hard to do. This is consistently on like a lot of lists of like at least the top ten. IGN put this number fourteen, I think, in a list of a hundred. Yeah, and I can see why because, uh, like you said, the idea, the concept is it, behind it is. Is really good. Yeah, uh, I'm talking more about it than you are, but and it's your reading assignment. But uh, so I'll let you continue. But I, like I said, I like the concept as well. But I do agree with you. Like the execution of it yeah. is not the the most compelling. But continue. Before what we get into like big spoilers for it, the main plot of this it's only four issues. It's very quick. It still somehow took me like six days to read. But <laughs> it's very it's very quick. You know, I had some birthdays and some stuff. I drove eight hours last week on one trip. But the uh, it is about all these horrible things start happening to the Justice League and no one knows why. And it turns out it's because uh, Batman has uh, he can't be trusted because he has some fail safes in case the Justice League turn into a bunch of dickheads and try to blow up the world. It's basically the plot of Suicide Squad, but instead of gathering a Suicide Squad, Batman's like, I'll just do it myself. I'll just kill everybody. Yeah, I'll just find a gun. If all these people become a bunch of dickheads, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to be the bigger dickhead. Yeah, yeah. It's interesting that... um I won't ruin it, but it's interesting that uh, Batman's weakness is what his weakness is instead of just a gun, like a regular gun right. that can just kill a regular guy. <laughs> you just punch that's what in he code, is. Just a pistol just yeah, comes just out of a, a slot just <laughs> somewhere. Like yeah. a vending machine. Yeah. They're just like, oh, let's find out what his weakness is. And just, just, just like, doop, doop, <laughs> Just like semi-automatic just comes out. They're like, what's just this? Just a Lego like, for him to step on. They're like, is this a... Because <laughs> he's just some sort of a regular laser guy. from... Yeah. <laughs> 
from no it's a gun no it's a gun it's just a gun right but is it a gun from no it's a gun no it's just a gun just a regular gun you it's just a bat gun bang, no it's just bang, a gun gun Dummies. I love how catty everyone is. to. Okay, so we'll get into spoilers now. Right. So I love how catty everyone is to Batman after they find out that oh, he's... Oh, they're such cold-hearted bitches. I wrote down a quote that's Aquaman. I forget, I think he's saying it to Raja Ghoul, and he says, uh, we work as a team. And then he turns to Batman and says, or at least we used to. Yeah. Plastic Man especially really pissed off in this one. Yeah. They all are those Supermans giving him side eye. Yeah. Oh, I have to. All right. So where's, what do I want to do next? I'm very interested to know how his fail safe plans were compromised. I like to think that Raja Ghul just fished him. Yeah. Like he had to, it was like, you have to type in your username and password. And he was like, Oh, I thought I already did that. Yeah. Oh, well here it is. I'd really like to see. They never really do get into that. Do they? No, because that's the thing too, right? Is that for someone who is, the the smartest member of the Justice League, arguably, for someone who was able to come up with this plan, he sure doesn't. He didn't. I I don't know. He didn't put a lock on it. Like, yeah, <laughs> you or know, he did, or and he's and so that's. But for some reason, that's not a major thing for him. Like, how did somebody get past that thing? Yeah, like, is he not hooked into a router? Yeah, like, does he not have a VPN? Was Raja Ghul in the Batcave and was like, oh, there's a thumb drive that's just called How to Kill Superman? Right. Sounds good to me. Yeah, I I will say for four issues, and you're right, like, this is really brisk. And I think this is where the concept is better than the execution thing comes in, is like, you could flesh this out for at least two more issues. Mm -hmm. but And it would still be compelling, because the concept's really compelling. And really, because essentially the whole concept is like, let's live in the four issues that... Batman has to still work with these people while they're all looking at him like this guy fucked us and we still have to act like a team and get along at work while this guy fucked us and but still have to fight the bad guys. And so you can live in that for like as almost as long as you want. And so you could have like taken two issues where it was like, I got to figure out how Raza Ghul like figured this out. And that's also got to be a part of the solution on how to fix this problem, because if he did it once, then he'll be able to do it again. Right. And then, you know, going off and trying to figure out how he how he actually got into the system in the first place and still living in that that realm of like, again, like this guy screwed us over and did all this stuff and we still have to fight all the bad guys and also let him fix his own mistake. And, like, just leave him out to the cold. I also want to point out how memeable the panels of this story are. So I feel like I've seen this meme. Oh, and this is a great moment where Batman takes off his disguise to reveal if he still has his bat hood on, his his mask. It's taking off his disguise to reveal he has a disguise on. Yeah, I love this. This is uh, Superman looking like every new dad. Just, like, sick sick of everything and everyone looking at him like, what's his deal? Uh, I love that Rasha Ghoul doing some sort of weird face. Yep. It's so memeable. There's so it many meme, memeable panels. Is there yeah, another again, one? I, oh, yeah. I feel like, oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> I, yeah, I feel like Plastic Man has a few choice ones <laughs> in this. That's a good one, too. Yeah. But see, Plastic Man makes sense to me. All the ones that I see of Plastic Man, I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah. Like, if he's the only one, I don't even have any of Plastic Man in here. Because he's plastic. He's like a cartoon right. character. His whole thing is that he looks kind of weird. He has these, like, very exaggerated features. 
Right. I just love Batman taking off a disguise to reveal another disguise. It's great. Also, <laughs> why wouldn't the ears point up? I had that thought as well, because there's a whole page where they're talking to this guy. It makes no sense. And it turns out to be Batman. I think that's basically it. I thought it was fine. I yeah. don't know that it's really worth reading for me. I think it. I think it's worth it. Re- it's not one of those storylines that is like, you need to read this because it's like a linchpin where... If you don't read this, you're missing a huge gap in the mythos. Like, again, like a few episodes back, I had to read year one, right? Right. Like that one, I feel like you really need to read that one. But that's kind of my point is that there's so much. It's very hard for me to sell this. Right. When if you want even just let's focus on DC, like forget all the Marvel shit I like, forget Saga, Right. right? forget Paper Girls. Let's focus on DC. And have um, the long Halloween, right. year one, like you said, right. identity crisis, mm-hmm. all-star Superman. Yeah. It's very hard for me to recommend this when there's so much else out if there. If you're like, I've read the top 50 best DC comics and I can't figure out what to read next. Right. And I was like, oh, is JLA Tower of Babel on that list? And they're like, no, then maybe. Cause, yes. But also because it's not a big t- waste of time. Like, we have read some comics that, you know, like, uh, I'm trying to think, I think it was... Um, Secret Wars? Secret Wars, yeah. we Which was like 600 pages. Uh, it's a slog. And fine. Yeah. So, like, on the yeah. one hand, like, that's probably about as good as this. And this is 80 pages. Right. And that's what I mean. I don't think, like, if you hadn't read this you're not again kind of missing something right from like the the mythos that is the justice league it's a compelling idea which i really like and it kind of i think it brings up better questions than it answers which is the only reason i would kind of recommend and kind of why i recommended it to you because again there's not a lot of outstanding just i have a few more i'll probably start i think over the next course of the few next few reading assignments that I give you are going to be a few Justice League ones. And I'm trying to get them to be better than the next. Like, I'm going to start here and I try and get better. Yeah. Yeah. It's a tall order. Well, apparently not. But I think that being said, it's an interesting, like you said, it's an interesting concept. And so it's worth possibly giving it a read. Like you, and I agree with you. If there are other things that are on the list, there are definitely other things on a, on a reading list that would top this. But I think it's still, as far as, like, you know, if you haven't read a lot of Justice League and you're like, I kind of want to, it's one aspect of the DC universe I haven't really dived into. This is one that is worth taking a look at because it is pretty quick. It gives you a good taste of the balance of the team. Especially for that era, which was a pretty decent era of uh, of the JLA. And it's one of the better storylines that they have. I think this would like if we had a, a great Justice League movie, which even like the Snyder Cut was was not good enough for for what I'm talking about. If we like knocked it out of the park and if all the DC movies had been really good, if they did what Marvel did, where they had Iron Man, which just like propelled them into the next generation of superhero movies. And then Avengers was really good as well. And that we're still living off that momentum that was created by those films. Right. If they had done that, I think this would be a great concept for a third justice league film. I agree with you. Yeah. Basically the captain America, um, civil war. 
Right. That like, all right, we've established. So the first one is us coming together as a team. The second one is us showing what we can do as a team. We're all ready. We got the wheels greased. We're in the motion and right. and we're saving the world. All guns and the third one, Right. Yeah. And the third one is, oh, no, this is this is wrong. What are you right. doing? You fucking yeah. psychopath. All that stuff you saw in the first two movies that you thought was a it was like kosher and everything was great and it's all sunshines and rainbows and blowjobs and donuts. This is the inevitable third act of what Batman is. Yes, yes, I agree with you. Yeah, this 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 arc lays good groundwork for a potentially really good Justice League movie down the line. Yeah, yeah. I agree with you on on all fronts. What do you got for me? What do you you got something? Yeah, I got okay. something for you. Oh boy, it's, uh, it's if you bring we've... in that guy from the back alley, I swear <laughs> to God, I'll do it for the world. Yeah, yes, but I'm not going to be happy about it. He actually said it isn't. I already saved the world. Okay, so this would just be for like a, a pro boner kind of thing. I'll still do it. Okay, great. I have for you. Moon Knight Lunatic, which is the one that we talked about last time when we discussed From the Dead. Jeff Lemire, I believe, is the writer. Yeah, I think you're right, because I think I saw this. Mm -hmm. And um, we should be an episode or two into Moon Knight, the 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 Disney push by the time this airs. Yeah. Okay. So it should be nice. I think... Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I don't think they're going to I don't know if they're going to take a whole lot from this, but it's a very interesting comic. This gives you a better sense of the origin. There's an actual through line. There's a, a an arc. So uh, we'll be able to get a cool look at um, who uh, Mark Spector actually is. Phil Spector. No, Dr. Phil. There it is. And where are you? There you are. Okay. I'm right here. Now I was clicking through windows and trying to. Oh, no. I Andrew, I thought I lost you, but you're right here. And so's Adam. I think that was that guy's name, right? In the Adam Project? No, the guy out back. Yes. Because he's the Adam Project. Because he's the Adam Project. Yeah. I like when we have to explain to each other the bit that we had to do. <laughs> like, I was just talking to someone. Someone brought up on their own how much they loved um, the Bodiverse. Middle Ditch and Schwartz. Oh. And, it, and that just reminded me of like how they frequently have to be like, wait, no, who was Laura? On, wait, what was the name of the sister? Yes. <laughs> I want to give, I want to watch Middle I was trying to get Sarah to watch Middle Ditch and Schwartz. I want more episodes so badly. I really do too. I wonder if they're going to do it live anymore. I don't know. If they do, you want to go? Yes. I would 100% go. And then we can just get up there and we can show them how it's really done. Punch him in the face. That's and right. Like, and I'll be like, you have to suck my dick in order to save the world. Oh, wait. Ben Schwartz is his own tour. Yeah, I guess. What do you mean? Yeah, you guess. You would love to see Ben Schwartz. Depends on how much. I like Ben Schwartz. You love Ben Schwartz. I think Middleditch and, Schw- and Schwartz is well, better than yes. Ben Schwartz. Well, yes, because you also have Middleditch and Schwartz. April 23rd at the Beacon. It's going to be expensive, my guy. Uh, let's find out. 7 p.m. You want the 7 p.m. or the 10 p.m. show? What day? April 23rd. I, I don't. We're not buying these right now. I have to. I'd have to check a calendar. I'm online right now, so you could kiss my <laughs> ass. I'm getting you tickets. All right. Oh, there's the stage. The 24th. Ooh. Actually, the center orchestra right by the stage. <sighs> $92. No. That's pretty good. I don't give a shit. It's too much money. You're too much money. I just had to pay to have my house roof fixed, and I got too much going on, man. We're going to be taking removing trees from our backyard. I got to build a shed. 
And my dick sucks in by some guy who lives out back. That's a privilege. No, that's a right. Anyway, I'll get the tickets and you can just pay me back later. So that's it. I think that's about it, right? There's nothing else left No, to I do. don't think so. I think we're good. So I'm just going to go ahead and click stop. I think. Oh, hang do on you have one something second. else you Let need to do? See. I, yeah. All right, I I'm going to go to the bathroom then. To come through. Oh, actually, yeah. before you do that, hey, oh, Andrew. This better be quick because I, I, I really got to go. What? Yeah. Hey, Andrew. What? Hey, Andrew. What? Hey, Andrew? What? Where can they find us? Well, they're not going to find us seeing Ben Schwartz on uh, April 24th, but they can find us on Apple Podcasts. We're on Spotify, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Pandora. We're at SoundCloud.com slash The Media Lunch Break. You can also find us on Twitter, where our handle is at Media Lunch Break, or Me Dial Lunch Break. Oh, I see what you did there. Thank you. You can also find us on Facebook or on Instagram. We're on YouTube.com slash Theme Dial Lunch Break. We're on uh, TikTok, where our handle is at Theme Dial Lunch Break. You can visit us on Patreon at patreon.com slash Theme Dial Lunch Break. It's it's really throwing me, because now I'm thinking, did we really change the name of the podcast all of a sudden? (laughs) Am I going to have to learn a new name? I just learned the old one. Lunch Break. I just remembered to start... Saying uh, spelling lunch break is two words and not one word, which it has never been one word, but in my mind it was always one word. <laughs> I wonder when the next time April first rests on a Tuesday, and then we can do an episode of Theme Dial Lunch Break for April Fools. Uh, I mean, technically, we could do it whenever and just record it and then release it on April. No, Fools. fuck that. But go to Patreon.com/slash/Theme Dial Lunch Break, and you can. Donate a small amount of money. You can pledge like a buck, and that gets you a bunch of cool stuff. Like whatever you pledge, the more you pledge, the more cool stuff there is. But if you go and pledge a dollar, there's actually like a uh, a mystery box with a bunch of cool stuff in it. It's going to have like Marvel stuff or DC or Star Wars or Harry Potter. So go check that out. And if you pledge $3, it's another mystery box and it's just full of weird sex stuff. I'm not getting rid of my sex stuff, so that's not happening. But uh, you can also send us an email at themedialunchbreak at gmail.com or you can visit our website, which is www.themedialunchbreak.com. You can give us a rating and a reviewing on iTunes, SoundCloud, and YouTube. I think I just kicked the mic, so if you couldn't hear that, I apologize greatly. Special thank you to Julie! Thanks, Julie! For being so cool. Yeah. The coolest. Is there anything else? You got anything else? Or is I don't it my think turn? That's it. Thank you again for 20,000 listens. That's amazing. That is. It feels like just five or six episodes ago we were celebrating 15K. It's ridiculous that, like, we've been doing this, what, five years now? Too long. Which sounds like a long time, but honestly, like, Five years ago, if you were like, in five years, you're going to have 20,000 listens. I'm going to be like... We don't even have 100 episodes. I'm like, that's there's no <laughs> fucking way that's true. Yeah. There's just no way that that's going to be possible. In 100 episodes, I would have been like, we'll get 100 listens. Like, that's what I would think. And they're all for me. That's <laughs> what I assume. 20,000 listens is like astonishing to me it's too many it's too many uh some of you guys Stop. need to back it off a little bit yeah <laughs> coming on a little strong yeah really as always uh, listen andrew talked about leaving a, a like a, a a review a rating and a review you can do that right in app honest to god it really really does help if you want to leave a five-star review i've said it a thousand times you put a five-star review man you can leave whatever kind of review you want okay rate us five stars and you can just go to town on us, much like we do with Adam. Or you can leave whatever. I'll tell you what. Leave a five-star review and 
tell us the rules of time travel. You make up your own rules of time travel and leave it right in the review on how, how time travel works. I don't care what you say. Doesn't matter. Just make it up. That's the beautiful thing. I'd be interested to see everyone's theory on time travel. Five stars. Just make up some sort of rule of how time travel works. Done and done. Done and treble. That's yours. Happy birthday, buddy. I've been waiting to say that because you, you said it earlier and I you know. just breezed through it. I know. There it is. We did a thing. We did a thing. Did I miss? I feel like I say something. If you else. would like us to review That's something, what it was. I was going to get into that. I have so this. many things that I say in this show. I know you have two. I was doing them backwards. Is what I was doing. I was I was starting with one that I, and I should have been starting with. I'm going to replace you. Uh, that's fine. We're famous now, Chris. I know. I can just get someone else. Or I'm going to get Joe Rogan. Oh, you should get Joe Rogan. Is he available? He will be after I bump him out of the number one spot. But cow, and then invite him back into the number one spot. Ka-chow. Nice. Shabow. So uh, yeah, if you um, sham wow, what was I just talking about? You just distracted me again. Kablamo. Yeah. If. You'd like us to talk about something. So we just talked about the Adam Project, and you were like, why the fuck are you talking about Ryan Reynolds again? Other than the fact that he's so unbelievably charming and he handsome. He really is awesome. And you were like, you should have been talking about this thing the whole time. You should let us know that. You should email us. You should tweet at us. You know, get get on us. Tell us what we should be talking about. If you're like, hey, you need to check this out. Talk about this thing. Let us know. We are looking for stuff to talk about. If you want to get our opinion on a news story, whatever. You're a creator. We just talked about Tower of Babel, which is a, a JLI story from like 20,000 years ago. But if you're like a creator... And you're like, hey, I just made a thing. Can you put some eyes on it? Can you give it a shout out? Send it over. We're probably going to be talking about the comic from that shop in Boston. I'm psyched about that. We've done it before. I love doing those. Send it over. We will always give a little love to some creator and uh, original material and stuff like that. So there it is. We did a thing. There wasn't a thing. We did a thing. thing. There now wasn't a thing. a thing. There's a thing now. There you go. And that's how easy it is. You see how easy it is? Chances are, if you've been listening to this, you did listen to it while doing a thing. And if you didn't, go out and do a thing. Yeah. We just fucking fell into this. Go make a thing. And I'll tell you what, you keep making that thing for five years, 20,000 people That's are right. going to listen to it. All we Holy do is shit. diarrhea out the mouth. Oh my God. We just happen to hit record first it's ridiculous. sometimes. It's unfathomable. When we remember. I can't believe I just said the word unfathomable correctly. And you did Twice. it without fucking stuttering. I know. That's the thing that's incredible. I know. You know, you know how what? many of your stupid ums and stutters I have to cut? I mean, mine too. I stutter more than you do. And you say um like every other word. And I, it takes me so long to fix it. That's why, see, that's why the people appreciate my editing. They do. That's what it is. I make it feel very seamless. Yes. I make it feel like we're professionals. Right. When in fact, we're two idiots with Adam's dick in our hands. I mean, I'm lucky (laughs) if it's just in my hand. (laughs) All right. Uh, Next week is going to be the news. And then following that... 
Yeah. I really have no idea. Well, uh, Moon Knight Lunatic. Yes, but I'm saying other than that. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Probably Peacemaker. Probably Peacemaker. Or Bo- Book I like, of Boba I like Fett. how we just keep seeing Peacemaker and Book of Boba <laughs> we Fett. We keep threatening. Yeah. It's going to be one of we those, those eventually. those bullets locked and loaded in that chamber. <laughs> we'll pull that trigger one of these days. <laughs> right around season two yeah. of both of them. Yeah. I guess we could. That actually isn't a terrible idea. Thank God you... I'm really glad you said Adam Project like yeah. two days ago when I was like, hey, remember we haven't decided... I'd seen it. We've watched a bunch of movies and stuff lately because yeah. we also just watched Turning Red, which, by the way, is fine. Yeah. And, uh... And Canto, which I think is not very good, but a lot of people really I like really it. I really like it. I do enjoy it. I think it. it's dumb. You don't like anything. I don't think the music is very catchy. You never like Lin-Manuel Miranda. I don't think there's a very good theme. There's not like a good, like, there's not like symbolism or an arc or you anything. Wouldn't. I think you went into that movie not thinking you're going to like it and then just wouldn't let yourself. I will be honest. After I ended it, I was like, I'm a little worried that he's becoming their scapegoat for diversity he's be- I'm worried he's becoming the John Cho of Hispanic I, you said this before music. I disagree I think I th- he is talented enough that he warrants the success that he's That's getting not true. yes it is you know it is no not. it's correct he is no are you kidding me yes no you are kidding me no yes I'm, <laughs> I'm bullshitting you right now you're being okay. punked okay um, great no we could get into this off mic this is a whole other episode but uh, no, he's fine. No, you. I disagree. You're wrong. I, n- I'm really not. Many yeah, people disagree. Are. Yes. No, I'm not wrong. No, I think a lot of people like Hamilton a lot. No, I think a lot of people like a lot of the stuff he does. And there's a good reason for it. I think there's a, a very I think there are very good reasons for it. You think that there's no other person who could do who could make the music for the movies that. No person I, who could do them better. No, but on also this you have planet. To, uh, listen, first, no, I don't know that there's no person on this planet that could do it better. However, I think he is a very talented person and a very gifted songwriter. Okay, but that doesn't mean that he deserves all of this love and it, I don't look. It doesn't matter. All I'm trying to say is he owes me money. Oh well, that's a whole different <laughs> one story. Time, one time I, I let him borrow five bucks and he never gave it back. So oh, that's well, why then I don't he's like a him. Son of a bitch! What a piece shoot of him shit. In the head. I think he's fine. He's fine. Yes, you, he's you, fine. You are in the minority on that. How dare you use that word? You are in the minority on that. Racist. And yes, I find the irony in, in using the word minority. There. All right, let's get out of can here. Can we leave? Yes, we absolutely can. We'll be here forever on this. Yeah, that's actually. Yes, let's just leave. Let's just exit the room. Just hang our heads in shame and leave. You know what? I don't think I'm gonna. You know why? Why? Because I'm not throwing away my shot. I'm not throwing away my shot. Just like my podcast, I'm plucky and young and dumb and full of uh, Adam. It doesn't matter. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not throwing away my shot. You're doing this as a mockery, and yet everyone's enjoying what you're doing. Yeah, it's an improvement, isn't it? No, it's not. It's very much not. We're not getting into this. We're not having a debate about Lin-Manuel Miranda. I am. We're not. We're not doing it. Fine, I'll do it with myself. He sucks. Yeah, you're right. Debate over. Oh, you're so wrong. Oh, man, we're going to get so many tweets. Fucking do it. Tweet me, bitches. Yeah, please. Please do. Yeah, at theme dial lunch break. (laughs)